Welcome everyone to the B2B Marketing Perspectives podcast. I'm Steve McDonald, your host. Today, we have a very interesting perspective to bring into the audience here in the show. I'm going to introduce you to Monica Cooper. Now, Monica is the CMO of the Robinson School of Business in Georgia. And a higher education point of view is what she's going to bring to all of us and how it applies to any of us as B2B marketers. In fact, Monica has a whole history of B2B marketing, brand new to higher education. But there's a reason why her dean brought her in and the kind of thinking that he wanted to bring to the school. Monica has a whole background in, in fintech and telecom and you know now higher education. So Monica, maybe before we kind of get into things here, take that introduction, tell us a little bit more about you, and then we'll start up the whole conversation. Absolutely, thank you. Um, yes, my name's Monica Cooper. I am the CMO for the Robinson College of Business at Georgia State University. I have been with them for about four and a half years, now going on five years. Um, prior to my foray into education, I worked in what we call industry. Um, and there was there's a need now within higher education for marketing professionals, in particular marketing professionals to come in from industry into higher education. Um, it's been an interesting journey. Uh, it's been one of learning. And I think the most um, fun it's been for me is being able to have a blank piece of paper and to actually practice my craft as a marketing person. So I am, I'm having a great time rocking and rolling. <laughs> so in the conversation that we had previously, you were talking about how higher education needs to compete. They haven't had to do that before. Can you yeah. explain that a little bit to us? Absolutely. So just like any land of brands or landscape of brands, there are some that have deep reputations and some that don't. So if you look at someone like a Stanford or a Harvard, uh, have you, what have you, they have an established brand. Um, they don't, they have a build it. If we build it, they will come attitude. But then there are the state institutions and there are smaller institutions that have previously not necessarily had to market or build their brand. Um, everybody thought that, oh, everybody wants a college degree. And that's not necessarily true. And I feel like colleges are facing a couple of issues right now. One of them is the enrollment cliff. Um, there is a shrinking population of people that want to go to college or feel that college uh, is for them. Um, the other issue I think that the industry is facing is there seems to be some doubt about the value of higher education. Um, hence, we have to not only convince people that higher education is valuable and worthwhile, but each individual school also has to make the case for someone for why someone wants to get a degree from them. What are the outcomes? Is it a good fit? Um, 
Previously, I believe that most higher educations relied primarily on communications and public relations and not much, if you will, selling. It was kind of blasphemous, if you will, in the educational field. But now due to these uh, out external pressures, it's more important than ever for schools to understand who they are, who their audience is, how do they attract them, and really understand what it is and the value that they bring to any prospective student. Yeah, and you even, you went and talked, I mean, there's, you know, companies like Google and, you know, really big company, Amazon, that are talking about what they want in prospective employees and how it didn't always match up with what higher education was providing. So you've actually started retooling your product, right? And the kinds of things that you're doing in your curriculum. Can you explain that for just a minute? Sure, absolutely. So let me back up because what I referenced previously was primarily looking at B2C. So what are colleges doing in terms of positioning themselves with prospective students? And I think that's only a piece of the puzzle. Um, when colleges think about brands, they also have to think about employers. Because if we start to think about our students, if you will, as products, we want those products, and I don't mean this in a derogatory fashion, we want those products to be purchased right, by companies. Right. So positioning the brand is not only a B2C exercise, it is clearly and just as importantly a B2B exercise. Because at the end of the day, we want our students to be employable and seen as valuable to these companies. And we want them, we want our students to have the best outcomes possible. The only way for that to happen is for us to position them, if you will, again, as a product that these that the companies want to hire. So I'm going to introduce what you and I think is the, the theme kind of that we want to rally around here. And that is that product that, you know, how they're positioned, the students are positioned to be incredibly valuable to the employer and how the Robinson School of Business actually does that, right? You can say that just like mm -hmm. any company, right? You're ultimately, you're representing that company, right? any of the content and the demand generation, the communications that come out, it's coming from you. It's coming from the school. Yeah. So it's important to have validation from the yeah. outside, right? Others that are saying and corroborating what you're saying and your point of view, because the Robinson School of Business has a unique point of view. It's not the same as Stanford or Harvard, you know, in terms of how you're actually creating students that employers want for the next millennium, right? For the next generation of employees uh, that are coming in and that that are going to be sucked up, right? Because that's that's what employers are going to say. That's what I want. So these validations mm -hmm. are important. Talk to us a little bit about in your background, not only now but just throughout. How do you validate what it is that the company or the school that you're representing? What are some of the tactics, the things that you do? Absolutely. Um, validation is important. And I think that, again, a piece of the puzzle that has 
maybe traditionally been missing in higher education is that validation from employers. Obviously, everyone has uh, career centers where they're setting up uh, tactically more so uh, interviews with employers, etc. But actually marketing the school to employers is where the validation is going to come from. Um, it's not just about the theoretical in the classroom. It's all also about the experiential. So it's not um, not positioning students that are intelligent necessarily, but but we want to also make sure that businesses understand that the students can roll up their sleeve sleeves, their shirt sleeves, excuse me, and land the plane. And that can only come from collaboration with and seeking validation from those businesses. And partnering with them to bring their real life experience into the classroom, which I feel that Robinson does very, very well. Um, That's really unique, you know, bringing the, their experience into the classroom. You know, that's kind of an analogous for anybody who's listening here. How do you bring the experiences of your clients into the feedback loop, the product development, the service creation, like everything that you do to deliver what it is you do. Mm -hmm. Explain a little bit about how you kind of, you bring that experience in. You know, it's really, I don't think any different than any consumer brand. I think it's a basic building block of marketing. If you want to know what someone thinks about something, ask them. So whether it's one-on-one -on -one interviews, it's building partnerships and relationships with businesses and listening to their feedback, inviting them in to look at curriculum and see what the students are doing, um, focus groups. So all the traditional things that people would normally um, say is B2C type of marketing applies to B2B. And that's not just education. I mean, if you're selling B2B, we need to remember, and it's been said time and time again, B2B marketing is selling to individuals, to people with wants and needs and desires and preferences. So just as that has to happen with a, a, a let's say, a credit report or a credit score, for a company, the same thing has to happen with education. You know, what are employers looking for? How do we design curriculum that matters? How do we prepare students to hit the ground running when they go into a job and give them the skill sets that are necessary, not only to perform their work functions, but also be able to collaborate and have some emotional intelligence about what they're doing. I think that is, that's also very critical. You know, one of the things you said there is is a trend. You know, Gartner, Forrester, they've talked about this, but mm -hmm. there needs to be more B2C and B2B, right? Because ultimately a B2B buyer is a consumer of your content, mm -hmm. right? And if you think about it that way, you know, we, we tend to think of, of white papers and eBooks and case studies and, you know, very, very important. Nobody's saying those aren't important, but if they're, they're real people too, these buyers, right? And the way that we think about messaging and communicating to them in a way that says, not thinking about them as a buyer, but a consumer of, how do I get them to consume mm -hmm. what it is that I'm doing? In fact, I just, I talked to a gentleman that uh, is the CMO of a fusion energy company. And 
he puts entertainment value mm. into his communications because it garners more interest. That's a very B to C kind mm. of a thing, right? So I love the fact that you you brought that up and, and you introduced that. And I would imagine that you have uh, business people that are in business that have risen, come out of the Robinson School of Business, now have very prominent positions, but actually come in and, and help teach and take part in the curriculum, right? Yes, absolutely. We are over 80,000 alumni strong. And our alumni in, are in all walks of life. We have many, many, many CEOs that have graduated and, and, and entrepreneurs that have graduated. And their perspective is valuable. Well, no, invaluable. Because what they can tell us is how Robinson as an institution helped them to get where they are. Their story is unique because they didn't go to Stanford. They, didn't, they went to Robinson. And what is it about Robinson that helped them and supported them in being successful? So we, we always seek, in fact, when we were building our brand, revitalizing our brand, we relied heavily on alumni opinions because again, not only are they products, if you will, of the Robinson College of Business, they're also very successful business people. And their, their perspective really, really matters and helps us to tell a story within our brand that is authentic. And as we know, a brand that's not authentic is not going to go anywhere. So, right. yes. You know, that's um, what's interesting about that is that you're actually making your audience a part of your product. Yes. You think about it in that way, right? They're coming in, they're helping teach, they're helping, they're a part of that curriculum. That is your product. So now think about the world of B2B in, in demos and in, in training videos and different things like that. And, but if you could actually have some of your customers, your clients come in as a part of that demo, right? And, and talk about how they're using it and why it was important. That's, that's an analogy that I'm seeing that isn't very prevalent in the B2B world is mm -hmm. very prevalent in what you're doing. You're actually making your audience a part of your product. I love that. I love that. And the more and more ways that you can do that, right, in the curriculum, in the communications, right, whether it's in webinars, whether it's in podcasts, whether it's all kinds of ways that they can be a part of what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're offering. I think that's, uh, and, and every time that you do that, go back to that word validate, right? Mm -hmm. It just validates the Robinson School of Business and what you're doing. I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. Like, mm -hmm. You said you had something like 80, 90,000 alumni? 80 plus thousand alumni across the globe. Yes. So we are, I don't think that that it's well known how many alumni we have. I mean, I'll tell you a story. Um, when I was interviewing for this position, of course, I had to provide references. And two of the references I provided were two former managers. Hmm. Um, Rich had, my, or Dean, had extensive conversations with each of those folks. I had no idea or clue that they had gotten their master's degrees from Robinson. 
Oh. <laughs> yes. So shame oh. on me, right? Shame on me. But um, that is part of why I was brought in. We want to get our story out there. We are, I mean, we are doing so many fantastic things at the school. And People in industry need to know it. The Googles of the world need to know it. The Amazons of the world need to know it. They need to understand what we're doing. They under, need to understand our success in taking first generation and preparing them for the workforce. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal. I was so impressed after coming down and interviewing that, I mean, I was just, I was just chomping at the bit to be able to get our story out there and, and into the public arena. Um, it's not, again, it's not only telling our story to prospective students, but more importantly, telling it to those corporate executives. And not only that, I think it's validation, but more so it's more authentic. Yes. To have those stories come from the alumni who have gone through and are now successful. So you mentioned your dean. You told me a story about he had kind of two different directions that he was thinking about hiring mm -hmm. for this position. Tell us a little bit about what he was thinking and why he landed on you. Absolutely. He's a true visionary. He really, really is. And I take my hat off to him. He's a very, very uh, thoughtful, passionate person. And the direction he could go in was either hiring a marketing person or hiring a communications person. Hmm. And uh, as we know, and as we look at the lay of the land, a lot of people within Higher education are communications people, which is great. It's like, um, it's inside out. Let me tell you about my school. As opposed to really taking a step back and being very strategic from a marketing perspective and not just telling the story from the inside out, but really understanding what resonates. What are the key benefits? I know during my interview, I said to, uh, it was with um, a, a group of faculty, and I said, we need to sell benefits and not features. And the question was, what does that mean? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, features, you, you know, you have curriculum, you have faculty, you have classrooms. That doesn't make you stand out. What makes you stand out are the core benefits that you're going to provide and again, it's not only to prospective students, but what benefits are you going to provide to a corporation? Um, people in corporate positions want to know what you're going to do for them. And yeah. that's that's the story we have to tell as Robinson, as we're approaching B2B. What are our students going to do for you? How are they going to help move your business forward? How are they going to help you to be successful? And that message actually resonates with students too, right? Because they know ultimately that's what they need to do, right? You come on and you add value to the company that you're being hired for. So as you explain it to these corporations, it's actually a message that is packaged just slightly different, but it is a message that's, that is there for the student. Because the student is also right there. This is a a sizable amount of money that it takes to go to a, you know, advanced learning institution and get a degree like this. So Monica, 
what you're talking about is influencing these different groups, whether it's the corporations or the students themselves. And all of that is done through the content and then the demand generation, the campaigns you put together. But if you could give me an idea of how important the content is to the overall success of the school, one, not important at all, 10, vital to the continuing growth and success of the school, where would you put that and why? Oh my gosh, I'd probably give it a 12. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, I believe content is king. And there's nothing like a story to convince people of what you're trying to say. It's not just about focusing on the outcome, but most importantly, how did you get to the outcome? That's what people wanna know. If I wanna know how to be successful, it's not just pointing out that someone is successful. I wanna know how they got there so I can duplicate that. And there's no better way to do that than by telling a story, whether it's a story about an alum or, or a student or whatever. How did you become, become successful? That's what people want to know, I believe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. You broke the Richter scale. You went off, but you did <laughs> Yeah, <well>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, if there was, from everything that we've talked about today and we've covered a lot what's the thing that you think would be the most important takeaway that you'd want to have our audience you've come from the world of b2b you're in higher education now it's about telling that story what what do you want us to take away from a higher education marketing perspective number one understand marketing is important Number two, understand that maybe within your walls of Ivy, that there may not be marketing expertise, great communications expertise. And that means if you really want true marketing, take examples from outside higher education. Um, higher education tends to focus on higher education, hire people from higher education, not hire people from the outside. I would submit that if you really, really are, want to do marketing, you want to take the best of the best of marketing examples and not just marketing in higher education. Um, the other thing I would say, take away, you obviously need to be authentic. And to be authentic, you need to consider all of your constituencies and audiences, not just prospective students and or their parents. Yeah, you have to bring in business. B2B is a critical part of what you need to do from a marketing perspective. Influencer marketing, talking to alumni is a critical part. So I think the other takeaway would be make sure you understand every single audience that you're dealing with. Make sure that what you're saying to them is genuine Make sure you're getting input from them and you're selling benefits and telling them what's in it for them and make sure that um, you have a consistent story. No chest beating at all. Well, Monica, thank you very much for taking the time here today. And if anybody had a follow-on question or wanted to get a hold of you, would, would LinkedIn be a, a good place to try to get a hold of you? Perfect place. Absolutely. Fantastic. We'll, we'll put all of those links together. 
thank you so much again for coming on and sharing all of your insights. Absolutely. And thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you asking me to participate.